It's got a touch of the town where I grew up Something in a damn California girl's love Some people like to make a little fun of The way I talk And get slower at the three or four cold beers Gets louder when I'm cheering on my volunteers Folks know I'm country when they hear The way I talk it sounds a little bit like my daddy Don't cuss around my mama Got some words you never heard Unless you come from down yonder The man upstairs gets it So I ain't trying to fix it No, I can't hide it I don't fight it I just roll with it Oh, kind of slow like a Mississippi road It's the only way I know Man, it ain't my fault I just live the way I talk Good morning, Patriots, and welcome to the Patriots Prayer Podcast. Started it off with a little Morgan Wallen, The Way I Talk. I absolutely love uh, Morgan Wallen's music. Um, He's one of the only artists where I can put his whole album on and just listen to every song. Uh, He's that good. But this song is particularly good uh, because in this song, he literally says, I live the way I talk. And if most people did that on the conservative side... um, we wouldn't have to have any of these kinds of discussions, would we? Um, got good news, guys. Um, you know, we're getting ready to celebrate our one-year anniversary um, this Friday of the Patriots Prayer Podcast. Now, we, we've we made a little dent. <laughs> it's a little dent, but uh, we can make a much bigger impact in in the years to come, and we're going to. But I need your support to do that. I need you guys to click that subscribe button. I need you guys to click that like button. Leave me some comments. Let me know what's going on, guys. I love hearing from my people. Check us out on Facebook, Truth Social, Twitter. Uh, you name it, we are there. Uh, YouTube, we don't post our podcasts on YouTube. Uh, the YouTube Nazis won't let us. So. <laughs> The moment you bring anything up about election uh, integrity or COVID, you know, to some degree that they do not like, or you go in as hard as I do on the LGBTQ and trans agendas, um, they just say that you put out misinformation, and they don't tell you uh, what information they consider to be misinformation. Uh, This happens to be the difference between, like, hate speech and speech that you hate, uh, stuff like that. So this is... I mean, it was fully expected. I'll be quite honest with you. I I expected it. I came into the game completely expecting it. Because a lot of the people that do these podcasts, they do them and they have to clean up the way that they think and they speak on certain issues uh, so that they can be heard. I came into this saying, I'm not going to. I'm not going to clean it up. I'm not going to act like I'm coming to the middle Uh, I'm not going to act like I want to be nice to people who want to groom children. I'm not going to act like I want to have a conversation with them like they're people too and their feelings matter when they don't. They don't. They don't. Kids matter. Uh, And reality matters. So truth matters. Just like it says on the picture uh, right on my profile, right there in front of me. Truth matters most, more than anything. Um. This is this is something, this is a battle we're going to have to continue to fight. But, um, you know, uh, I, I appreciate you guys uh, coming in on this Wednesday morning. 
and spending it with me. I, I really, really do. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about what's going on in the Ukraine uh, with uh, this dam uh, blowing up uh, and the possible meltdown of the largest nuclear reactor in Europe. Uh, this is this is no joking matter. This is something that's very serious. Um, and we're going to get into that. And we're going to talk about uh, these 200 uh, groups or activists that uh, showed up at Target uh, angry uh, and demanding that Target, <laughs> Target put the products back on the shelf. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, let's get started, folks. It looks like someone blew up the Kakovka Dam in southern Ukraine this morning. This has put the largest nuclear reactor in Europe in danger of melting down. This was an act of terrorism. The question is only, who did it? The dam was effectively Russian and built by the Russian government, and it currently sits in Russian-controlled territory. The dam's reservoir supplies water to Crimea, and it's also the home of Russian's Black Sea Fleet. Uh, now, this also hurts Ukraine, but it hurts Russia much more. And that is exactly why Ukraine's government has weighed destroying it in the past. They have even bragged about shooting American-made rockets at the floodgates. So now the facts are coming in, and it's a little less of a mystery as to actually what happened to the dam. And any level-headed person will conclude immediately that Ukraine are the culprits, and they are the ones who blew it up. Just like they did to the Nord Stream pipeline last fall. However, the mainstream media would have you still believe that Vladimir Putin is just so evil that he would hurt his own people in an attempt to hurt his enemies. That he would actually inflict damage upon himself because it hurts his enemies. Well, we, we know better, folks. We, we know better. Bill Crystal made a statement this morning where he actually compared uh, Vladimir Putin to Donald Trump and stated that Putin was the, behind this terrorist move. Uh, there is something else you have to keep in mind, though, when listening to Bill Crystal. This is the same man who said that Saddam Hussein was behind the attacks on 9-11. So that just shows you how serious that he should actually be taken. This is, a perfect, uh, this is perfectly in character for a man that says that to turn around and say the explanation is it's easily Russia, right? Well, because it couldn't have been Ukraine. It, it gets hard to actually take these people seriously when the lies... Uh, and, and, and just the misdirection and the misinformation is just so plain to see. Um, now, everyone knows that Ukraine is headed up uh, by a man named Vladimir Zelensky. And we can say for certain uh, that he wasn't involved, right? Well, let's take a look at Zelensky and, and his character and who he is. Let's listen to some of the things he's done since becoming president of Ukraine. Well, he started persecuting Christians. He's a friend of Backrock. And... Mr. Zelensky actually worked for Kolomoisky, who owned Burisma Energy. You might have heard of that. It was the place that employed Hunter Biden, and uh, he also owned Pravat Bank. And there was a lot of Biden, Inc., Pravat Bank uh, stuff going on. So here we have a guy in office in Ukraine that was as much involved with the corruption of Joe Biden as anybody, and we're supposed to believe he's the good guy. But he's the one that George W. Bush said is this generation's Winston Churchill. And that's why Lindsey Graham 
is so fond of him, like they're old buddies, that they would sit around and joke about Russians dying. I mean, honestly, take a listen to exactly uh, what he did. Listen. You're dying. Now you are free. Yes. And we will be. And the Russians are dying. So the best money we've ever spent. Hmm. I mean, really, guys, this is, this is okay. This is okay for, for, for him to go over. Uh, across seas and sit in front of uh, a world leader and act like Putin is so damn evil. But they're sitting at the table joking and laughing about Russians dying. You know, it, it becomes easier and easier every day to start to put uh, two and two together, folks. Who, who are these people really? You know, what are their fruits? You said, Jesus said you'll know them by their fruits. Look at their fruits. We're, we're funding murder. We're funding what? I mean, whatever it is we're funding, this is not our business. And look what it's causing. We're, we're, we're sending them weapons, and they're effectively using the weapons to go hurt innocent people because that's who's going to get hurt in this mess. When they, if they blow that dam up, if that uh, nuclear reactor melts down, it, this, there's going to be a lot of innocent people to blame, and yet today, to to date, right now, we know only one thing: we've been lied to about the character of Zelensky and who he is, and who he was involved with, and how he came to office, and what he did once he was in office. We also were lied to about the details and the facts of this war, and we know this because uh, the young man who posted the classified documents online, uh, the the classified documents said as much. The, Ukraine is taking losses at a far greater rate than anything that we have ever, uh, could have ever imagined. And Russia is going to win this conflict. Don't get it twisted. Russia is going to win this conflict. But are they going to win it after we spend over $200 billion and waste our money uh, giving it to Ukraine uh, for a war that we shouldn't be fighting while our borders are wide open, while uh, why there are, our people need those resources, but we're giving it to them? Why? Because he's an old flunky of uh, of Joe Biden. Because they're both uh, buddies of Kolomoisky. Because they were both in bed with the same gangster. Is that why? Well, you know, it, it, I think that in the in the days, weeks, and months to come, these things will be brought to light. I, I I have no doubt they'll be brought to light. I don't have a lot of faith in the fact of them being brought to light through mainstream media. So I don't expect that you'll hear the truth uh, anywhere near our left-leaning media but it will come out and you will know and it will be true and i guarantee you that uh, all these uh black and white revelations that they've had about this person's good and this person's evil are going to start to look like a lot more shades of gray involved for sure because when you start comparing uh Zelensky to putin you're you're look they're looking in the mirror at one another they're they're not good guys Either one of them are good guys, all right? And uh, it, it's not going to change by us funding one bad guy over another bad guy. How many times have we done this and get involved in foreign policy uh, and in propping up governments and, and just sticking our nose where it doesn't belong on the world stage? It doesn't. The reason why this happened was mostly our fault. It was the fault of NATO uh, going on the border of Russia, it was the fault of uh, uh, of 
of our our current administration in their willingness to fund this madness instead of sitting down and having Russia come to the table so they can negotiate peace. They don't want peace. They're continually sending money and weapons to fight a war, and yet there has been no talk of a compromise or peace. That hasn't that hasn't occurred, and it seems as though they don't want it to occur. And what's happening behind this is uh, China is now moving into the world stage and starting to... Uh, push for a new world order in which the United States will not be a part of. They stated as much openly, and now they're garnering a lot more strength, and they're trying to overtake the dollar uh, and make, uh, make sure that the dollar is no longer the reserve currency on the world stage. This is what we're fighting, folks. We're fighting uh, by, by sticking our nose in their war. What we're doing is ignoring our own people and ignoring the prosperity and the safety of the United States of America. Because if our economy tanks due to the United States dollar no longer being the reserve currency, that will be as that will be as dangerous as a bomb going off right here in the United States. That will be as dangerous as if uh, we went to war by an enemy that has breached our borders. That's how dangerous it will be. If you think inflation's hard right now, well, inflation has nothing on a dollar collapse. And we're going to continue to follow this story for more. So today there was a massive group of LGBTQ activists that showed up at Target. And they demanded that the the merchandise be put back on the shelves. So we're going to talk about that decision that Target made to pull the merchandise from the shelves. More than 200 LGBTQ groups are angered by the decision and they are demanding that Target restock the merchandise and denounce these extremists. Now, by extremists, they mean people that have standards and don't want to groom kids. That's exactly what they're talking about. Now, Target has been a longtime supporter of the LGBTQ community and its annual Pride merchandise collection. It's a popular way for customers to show their support. However, this year, the company is under fire from conservative groups who objected to the inclusion of Pride merchandise for children and infants. Folks, I went over and seen it myself. I walked in the store myself. Uh, I noticed that there were uh, onesies and things like that for babies. Um, there were books. Now, in, in the Target that I went to, uh, I went kind of late. So I, I didn't see any of uh, the books and the... Uh, heterosexual headrest guillotine t-shirts and things like that that uh, all the demonic imagery on some of the merchandise that i saw that had all been removed by the time that i got over there because i went over to do what most people went over to do that actually care uh, i went over to film and expose it for what it is now they can call us extremists for not uh, standing between them and kids then i'm an extremist all day long and twice on sunday now uh, in response to the backlash, Target moved some of the products to less prominent sections of the store, and they also removed uh, some merchandise altogether. The company said it was uh, the company said it moved the products to ensure the employees' safety. The move has angered progressives and LGBTQ groups, uh, who said that Target had caved to violent political extremists and betrayed the LGBTQ customers. No, because it's this simple. Keep 
the merchandise you put on the store uh, on in the store on the shelves aimed at those individuals um, that are old enough to know better and old enough to make those decisions and stop aiming your advertising and your books and selling bathing suits to little boys that could fit a 10 or 11 year old that comes along with a book that teaches them how to basically tuck their genitalia this is absolutely disturbing I did a I did a story yesterday where uh, an LGBTQ uh, woman uh, who did a transition to become a man uh, talked about the dangers of puberty blockers and the in the in the surgeries and so forth they have to go through and how uh, it dangerously shortened her lifespan I mean dramatically and she talked about how she will probably never meet her grandchildren and about how they're misinforming parents over here about the dangers of these puberty blockers. Um, and I also uh, looked at recently a video of an ex-teacher uh, uh, that went in front of the school board and basically stated, and I never thought about it this way until she said it. She said, I doubt very seriously that an 8, 9, 10, 11-year-old would walk into a school counselor's office or go to school and tell them that they are uh, that they are really a girl instead of a boy or a boy instead of a girl unless they were groomed to do so. And I'm in full agreement. That would not happen unless it was talked about. It would not happen unless these kids were being indoctrinated to even make them ask the question. And how do we know that? Just look at yesteryear. You remember going to school? Were kids doing that? No, they weren't. Why? Because the culture was different. And and it doesn't mean that they were just ignored or they felt that way and they just didn't go through with it because the culture was different. No, kids, especially prepubescent kids, are, are very easy. They're naive. They're easy to, uh, they're easy to indoctrinate. They're, they're easy to uh, uh, tell something to, make them think what you want them to think. Um, they're just very easily led. They're children. They're out, They're children. Um, and, and, and this needs to be stopped. If they weren't aiming these things at children, we wouldn't have this problem. If they weren't trying to go into women's restrooms, we wouldn't have this problem. If they weren't trying to compete, compete in women's sports, we wouldn't have this problem. If they, was, if they weren't trying to legislate language and make us call a her a him and a him a her, we wouldn't have this problem. They keep saying they just want to be left alone and be able to be who they are while invading every other corner of our culture and forcing us to change our values to suit their misguided sense of reality. And it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Back to Target. Uh, several of the designers who partnered with Target to create the Pride Collection spoke out against the company's decision. Of course they did. It hurts their bottom line. It's a very dangerous precedent to set that if people just get riled up enough about products uh, that you're selling, that you would completely distance yourself from the LGBTQ, uh, LGBT community, and you say that enough, you get tongue-tied, you get tired of saying it, you get tired of hearing it, quite frankly. Uh, Eric Carnell, a designer for uh, Aperlon brand, um, and another designer for the Pride collection said that Target had removed most of their collection from the stores due to the threats, from uh, due to the domestic terrorist threats. When you're going after our kids, when you're creating books that are grooming children, we're not talking about adults. 
We don't give a damn what adults go in your store and buy or how much pride merchandise or books you give to adults. But when you're teaching little boys and little girls uh, uh, how to indoctrinating them with your material uh, and you're targeting them in the stores by creating clothes and books and literature all geared toward that way of life, yeah, we're going to say something. We're not going to let you up into our culture to suit you. It's not going to happen. Now, Target has only realized that, uh, has only released, rather, one public statement on the controversy so far. Uh, for, more, for more than a decade, Target has offered an assortment of products aimed at celebrating Pride Month. And since the, uh, introducing this year's collection, we've experienced threats, they said, that, that are impacting their team members. They, they need a better sense of safety and well-being while at work. Given these volatile circumstances, we are making adjustments to our plans, including removing the items that have been uh, at the center of the most significant controversial uh, <laughs> confrontational behavior brought on by the right at their stores. Now, this is exactly what Target would have said. Let's go through this statement. They're saying that they removed the items due to a safety concern for their employees. What that does in their eyes is gets them off the hook. So they no longer have to say, like, you're not, we're not going to allow our business to go down the drain just so we can sit here and support you in this weird social justice movement that you're pushing uh, by going after little kids. We're not just going to allow that to uh, make us close stores up and fire employees. Yeah, our bottom line is our bottom line, like most businesses. Their bottom line is their bottom line. The, the, the fastest way to affect a company and make it make decisions is by affecting its bottom line. And that's exactly what happened at Budweiser, and it's exactly what's happening here. So when you say there's no neutrality, when you put a statement out like that, which is what they did, you're right. That's one thing I can agree with you guys on. There is no neutrality. And then if you stay out of it, you can stay out of it. Once you weigh in, once you take a side, once you put out ads showing trans people, once you do these things, now you're no longer you no longer have the ability to distance yourself from the situation, and you have to weigh in. You either have to denounce it or stand by it, because if you don't denounce it, we're not going to trust you. Because, but you know, if you do denounce it, they're not going to like you. So, what's the best thing to do in this situation? Stay the hell out of it. Stop making political statements. Stay all the way to the left of it. And definitely don't allow people to put things in your store that target children with this stuff. It, it is absolutely irreprehensible, the things they're doing in an effort to seem inclusive. Meanwhile, what they're actually doing is targeting children, and it, it's appalling. And, and they act like they're not doing anything wrong. Listen to this. Pride displays, pride products for sale for years. I um, it's really not been until the past year or so that it's become this hot button issue. I think that it is important that these products are available because it is representation. So it allows LGBTQ plus, you know, kids, young adults, adults to see themselves, right? To have a product that is for them. And so, you know, it's like having representation in media or in books or any of those things. It's important. Really what Target ultimately did was show that they were in this just for the money. So rainbow capitalism is essentially, you know, selling 
pride products for profit and not necessarily standing behind the community with support. My son is now 22. And uh, so here's the thing. She acts as if Target was wrong by doing an about face. Now, they may have did it for the wrong reasons, their bottom line. But like I stated, a business's bottom line is their bottom line. And she acts like this was aimed at the LGBTQ community. Like she said, and like the, the activist said in the statement that I read previously, uh, for the last 10 years, Target has always had a pride section at this point in time or, uh, of the year, annually, and uh, we've never had an issue with it. Well, that's because they never targeted children before. That's because they didn't put uh, products on their shelves that were absol absolutely satanic in every way. Shape. They had little demon faces. They had, uh, 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 you had to see it, and I don't have any of the pictures, but the cup that you saw in the video just a second ago, the coffee cup with gender fluid on it. I mean, th there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a line of decency, and you crossed it. Who wants to be drinking out of a cup called gender fluid? I mean, it just sounds disgusting. This is what they put on the stores. This is what they had on their shelves. Come on, people. Where is the, where's decency anymore? Where, where, where is it at? And, and why are people finding themselves actually taking up for this stuff? And then we sit there and we give, just like Fox News did this interview with this lady to allow her to say these things on TV. I'm done having conversations with these people. They're crazy. They're dangerous. And they're targeting children. And the only reason they don't think they're crazy, and the only reason they think they have a snowball's chance in hell at somehow or another rising to the occasion and overcoming these obstacles, is because the Democratic Party and the left have placed a battery in their back and wound their toy soldiers up and let them go and told them, you're exactly right, they're wrong, so now they think they got government on their side, they think they have the medical community on the side, the ones that are chemically castrating their children and harming them in the process. They think all of this uh, is okay because those once respected uh, places in our government, in our medical community, and even at our schools are, are no longer those things. They can no longer be respected, they can no longer be trusted, they have lost their damn minds. Listen to the rest of what she has to say. So he was, I think for him, it was like, well, there's another corporation showing their true colors. They don't actually support us. They only care about the money and they're running at the first sign of you know, bullying or intimidation. <laughs> that's uh, pride. What they call bullying, right? For uh, sale. That's uh, bullying what she calls bullying yeah look at her <laughs> she drank the kool-aid my friends um bullying i i i i don't <laughs> we're protecting kids we're protect how the hell are we bullying you know <laughs> the one thing the right left and anyone else no matter what we disagreed on politically in this country all had in common was this one thing. We all agreed that kids were a no-go zone. You don't, you don't go after kids. You don't target children. You leave them out of whatever it is that you got going on. You stay the hell away from the kids. And I stated this before 
uh, in several other podcasts, the mistake that they made, and they said, I said this, go back and look, the mistake they made wasn't in the things that they were trying to do. Even the trans movement as far as uh, competing in women's sports and that sort of thing, although that's absolutely apprehensible as well, but the mistake that they made where they, I don't think people are going to let up whatsoever, people are never going to stop fighting, is because of the kids. They're not going to allow these things to take place in the school. They're not going to allow the teachers and the counselors and things at the school to indoctrinate their children. This is a fight that they will just about go to any lengths to fight and will never back down off of. This, this movement has no chance in hell of ever succeeding because they went after the kids. That's their problem. That's the reason why this has become such a hot-button issue. Stay out of the bathrooms, stay out of women's sports, and stay away from the damn kids and keep your, your, your satanic crap off the shelves in the stores targeting little children, 9, 10-year-olds, telling them all these indoctrinating things. This is absolutely abhorrent. And I can't believe this is the United States of America where we have taken freedom to uh, uh, some new level where it's completely misused and misconstrued uh, as an anarchy. Anarchy has become freedom. Anarchy is not freedom. Standards are necessary for a free and prosperous society. And they have stepped over the line of those standards. They have violated those standards. They violate them every time a man walks into the women's restroom or into a woman's locker room. And so many women have been assaulted in defending themselves by speaking out against this in high schools, colleges. Look at Riley Gaines assaulted. Everyone saw she was barricaded in a room for three hours while LGBTQ terrorists sat there and, and gave a ransom demand and said, we'll let you leave if you give each of us $10, then we'll let you leave. The police stood right there and locked nobody up. To date, I don't believe anyone has been charged. And I know that she said that she was filing charges against the trans man who put hands on her. So, uh, you know, we're not the terrorists. We're not the violent culprits. We're not going out into the world and trying to change everything. We're living our lives. Our culture was here. Our values existed. They are the ones coming in trying to change everything and bullying every like a bull in a china shop and changing the way the kids are, are educated in schools. They're, they're causing educators to take sides on political issues, which should never, ever reach inside the classroom. We see pornography on the shelves. We see school boards. Uh, uh, told by the mayor of, uh, of a city that they all have to resign or face charges. Now, I spoke out on that issue as well. I believe it was a, a, a move in order to allow the school board off easy, and he made him look good in the process by telling them they had to resign or face charges. But the fact that they, that they were indoctrinating kids and grooming kids and showing kids pornography in the school and that they should have faced charges regardless so I, I just can't believe this isn't this is a specific this specific issue is something that we have to continually defend against and talk about and the crazy part is we get pushback we're not telling people that you can't be trans we're not telling people that you can't be gay or lesbian or queer or whatever the case is that you are we're not telling people that. Really don't give a damn what you choose to do with you. What we're saying is very simple. Keep the kids out of it. 
And for the trans people, whatever biological, whatever your uh, sex was that you were uh, given at birth, whatever you were born as, I don't want to say assigned at birth because I don't want to make it sound like the doctor assigned your <laughs> your your gender when that that's absolutely ludicrous. Um, you know, all you guys got to do is very simply uh, stay out of women's sports and out of women's locker rooms, and we have no issue. You can live your lives. You can do you, <laughs> quite literally. But what you can't do is violate the rest of our rights and the sanctity of the American values that have pervaded in this country since its conception. And there is a line in the sand, and it's been drawn, and it's not going to get retracted. So it doesn't matter how long or how hard you want to fight. People on the other side of this issue are not going away. So, as I usually state, Patriot, it's been a great time hanging out with you, as it usually is. Uh, don't forget, we're going to do a live on Friday to commemorate the, uh, the anniversary of the Patriot's Prayer podcast one year ago on Friday. And uh, I can tell you, it's been one hell of a journey to get to this place where we're at now. It was a great big learning process, and we're still learning every day. But one thing's for sure, we have a fire in our heart to do the things that we're doing to fight for what is right, to stand up for our God and our country. And we appreciate each one of you for standing with us. So the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer.